Love shines equally on all. When it has united with its true source, it shines from within. It shines just to shine, just because it is. That love is not personal. It doesn't choose, it doesn't pick, doesn't select. It loves all because it just is. And in its just isness, it goes to all, it is felt by all. It is only the mind that could ever try to inhibit love, could ever judge or block or withhold what is effortless, what just is. Often when I see someone speak with Muji, and I can hear others in the audience who, through their laughter, resound the judgment that I experience in my mind. Then I look at him and I and I see that it's just all love, that there is no sign of what I experience in my mind. Because I know that it is not true. And I'm grateful for all beings who are this truth, who manifest this truth. When you are it, you manifest it. You don't and have grown unaccustomed to identifying with the mind. That it's only the mind that tries to separate or cast off or away that tries to judge or discriminate that there are other times where that same situation enters fully and is experienced only in the heart that the heart is the only thing that is present and it always is it's just that the mind isn't always silent. But this contrast in experience, when you do encounter situations, have experiences where it's just 
silent where there is no thought activity. It's just your heart that is present. And you're not thinking, not judging, just here and fully available in the moment. And that means that the moment is empty, you are empty in it. And the moment and both you pass as empty as well. I would like to experience more of those moments where my mind is silent. And I'm grateful for this time even where it's nonsense has a chance to come up and be flushed out. And I'm grateful for beings who embody the truth that we all are. Because in them, we see what is true. We see our own heart reflected back at us. I also think of my best friend because so many times when I or someone else would speak to him, it was just his heart that was present, not even his brilliant mind. His mind, if anything, was submerged in it. Deep somewhere, nowhere to be found in his heart. And he was always fully available to listen. And he responded from this emptiness, from this stillness. And so many times I would feel agitated when I would hear others, of course, never myself. So many times I would feel irritated, like how could he allow them to speak to him that way? Or how could he be in that situation or how could he be doing that or how, he, how could he be listening to them? And now I realize that it's just all mind that I was experiencing. That in the emptiness, nothing, there's nothing to identify with how somebody may or may not be speaking to you. That in the stillness of the moment, when we are fully available, it means that we are centered in the heart. That we don't hear the mind because it's silent. 
And my best friend is, uh, well, one of, one of the superpowers that I would attribute to him is listening. Being a great listener. Or I could say being an infinite listener. Because I have heard him for hours on a phone conversation where maybe somebody would speak for minutes or a half hour even on end. And then after some silence, he maybe would say a few words. He's also the same being who has his own podcast and whose other superpower is speaking. And perhaps I've learned that that he probably has learned so much from listening and from this humility, which really is just... Um, the silencing of his mind over time and the staying in his heart. I don't know what allows somebody to reach such a state in a certain activity, but I have an inkling that that they also silence their mind in other ways as well. That they experience this fully availableness in other ways in their life and become keen to observe the mind and its judgment and discern that from the truth. I'm grateful for experience and what we're able to witness in the people that we come across in life. For I think everyone in at least the ways we pay attention to about them. Exemplifies and, and, and model because they truly are centered in their heart. In at least the certain ways that we pay attention to. And this, this silencing of the mind is really, really beautiful because it is what enlightenment is. It is the mind that becomes enlightened to the state of the true self. The self is always here and never changing. But it is the mind that then awakens to the truth of the self.
I'm not sure if if we are if when we achieve this enlightenment that we haven't already in certain aspects of our life if I think about myself and my and my communication with children then I realize that my mind is very much silent when I communicate with them and it's perhaps because I've had so much experience with them that that a lot of the judgments or fears or irritations in my mind have mostly flushed out. They flush themselves out over time, over experience, over time. There are other ways in my life in, in which maybe I don't experience this silent mind as much. But what a joy it has been now that I experience it always to have discovered this silence in different activities was a gift because it allowed me to experience this and it allowed me to know that it exists but what I experienced still was without me knowing what I was experiencing and the difference now is that the joy really is in the knowing that I'm experiencing it the knowing of what I am experiencing and this joy is really just found in this moment And it can be found in every moment, and I have the ability to find it in every moment. And so many things in my life that were once infiltrated by the conversation of the mind, the chatter of the monkey mind, I've been able to experience now a silent mind and it doesn't mean that oh, it hasn't been permanent but the power has been cut but the fan is still turning somewhat it slowed down so much but I'm grateful to know that in any moment that I could find this silence and I can experience a silent mind I'm curious because it's almost superhuman when 
we experience as human beings areas in our life where we experience a lot of growth and success in something. Whether that's whether that's speaking or writing or interacting with adults or children or dance or art or music some kind of art form or simple ordinary tasks such as cleaning worshiping praying cooking fixing your car racing playing a sport climbing swimming there are ways in which maybe many people, I myself included, have experienced this silent mind. Because I've just done it so much that it just became more and more natural. Natural as in, I didn't think about it as much. So I wonder, can each moment be as natural as when I do what I enjoy? Can I enjoy this moment as if I'm doing what I enjoy? And this is what I've been so so fortunate to discover that same silence, that same bliss, that same peace but now even more blown up out of proportion proportionless endless I've been able to discover and experience in each moment now there's no picking or choosing there's no doing something or doing something else it's just always with me because I am this I am this silence and it's taking some time for all the thoughts in each moment to different ideas and the ideas they have about themselves. It's taking some time for it to flush out. But I'm so grateful for this time because all I can say is thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because I know that everything is leaving that is not true and what is left is just my pure being is pure being and it's almost like I'm doing what I love because 
I am this being. And actually I'm doing nothing. And that effortlessness has pervaded my entire life. Has pervaded my mind. And the mind is so silent that many times it doesn't even try. Where it tried yesterday, today it shuts up. Today it shuts down. Because once the truth is revealed, it takes some time to confirm. But when it is known, when it is secure, nothing, nobody can touch it. It is unshakable. Unchangeable, undefeatable. It does not move. Because what is always was. It wasn't born. It doesn't die. It is always true. And sometimes it just takes some time. To discover what was always there, what is always here. Sometimes it takes some time to be shown that time itself and everything that you believed in was just from your mind and that all of that is changing. All of that is unreliable. All of that does not stand the test of time. Only what is true one day is true, the next is true, years from now will never not be true. Is true on your best day is true in your worst conversation, is always, always true. And when we come from this place, when we find this place and establish ourselves in this place and then experience life from this place, play from this place, speak from this place, write from this place, cook, clean, interact with children, interact with adults, sing, dance, move, travel, then everything is the same, then each moment is the same, because this place never changes. It is always here, it is always with us because we are it. What a gift. What a gift.
Sometimes I speak and I have no even idea until I speak after a while that I was actually trying to understand something. And sometimes after I speak, I have some idea that I was trying to understand something, but I still don't understand it fully. But my heart is somehow seeking this understanding that I have experienced this silence in certain ways in my life where I just don't think as much. So there's not as much fear, there's not as much worry, there's just a trust. I experience it very often when I talk to children. Then there are other things that I haven't done as much that my mind just seems really loud when I do or when I think about. It just seems like a lot of residue. Even when I think about those things or I do them once, there's just a lot. And I could um, talk to kids all day and not really think about what I spoke to them about. But I was fully present. And maybe it's only the times where I wasn't present that I actually remember something about the conversation or that I'm reminded of. Um, just in a moment outside of that conversation, just uh, intuitively, unless it's a conversation where I'm actually, um, you know, drawing upon that conversation. But it seems like the moments that I am not present are the ones that will bring themselves into my mind on their own. Um, and, and that comes from like a higher uh, a head energy, a higher place in my head. It's different than when I'm maybe creating something or thinking about creating something and, that, and then I think about something that happened in a class and that's a very light energy and an amusing energy. Or maybe just a, a contemplative thought that is free of um, of either either good or either light or heavy energy. I know that it's just my mind that tries to interfere, and I'm beginning to see more and more subtle ways in which it tries. And even the thoughts that it has, as in, have other people experienced this? Do people I know, have they experienced this? I even know that that's from the mind and that's pure ego. 
that then tries to distract my attention to something that is other than the truth. And it's like that force is always there. When the mind is turned on, when the mind is is making some noise, that force is always there. That force that tries to take me and distract me from the truth. But I see it now. And I don't believe in it. And it's a really um, tremendous blessing because every time, every time a thought that a thought comes from the mind that is related to identity, it's just a matter of time from a split second from such a such a short amount of time that the the subtlety with which it is recognized the, the time itself can be measured to maybe even a few minutes of thinking a thought before i realize that i'm thinking it that that um that process i i realize ultimately what is not true in my mind and just like in this podcast where in times before I have felt like I felt like sometimes I'm very spaced out and I can't I don't know where I'm going with my whatever I'm saying and at times where there were times in the past where I would turn off the recorder because I'm like I gotta eat something or I'm just too tired today and I realized that that's the mind too because there are times where I've been sleepless and completely aware maybe more alert than I've been on other days where I've gotten more rest so I'm on to you mind I see all of your tricks and I know that my heart, my heart's energy alone is enough to awaken me. Is enough to pull all of my resources to be fully available in this moment now. And I oust you like I always do. And I'm never afraid to. I'm on to you, mind. I'm always on to you. I'm always ahead of you. Because you are no match for what I am. And I know that. And sometimes it just takes some time and experience to experience that and, and overcome that. Even within. And I'm just grateful to see that you have no foothold here anymore. That your presence is so thin. That you've always been so weak and flimsy and changing. But now, I see all of that. Because I see you. And I'm so grateful for the universe, for 
allowing me to see you for residing so much in my chest for putting so much love in my heart that you are silent that you are no match for what I really am for what is already without effort for the stillness that you are born in I am that I am that space that you reside in I am that space I am that And it's actually, uh, it's an honor to pull you back. It's an honor to remember what I am. To pull myself back. To pull my attention back. And not go with you. Because you are not true. You never have been. You never will be. It's not possible for you to. So, I thank you. I thank you for playing your part at every moment in my life. And for even trying as much as you have. And for trying even now. Because you make me know what I am so well. By making me know what I am not. And it's because of you that I have so much insight into my true self. It is because of you that I am able to discern from the contrast of experiencing what it was like to identify with you, what it was like to live from your narrow space, if it can even be called a space. I am the infinite. It is nice to meet you. Thank you. I love you. I'll see you.